0: This is Financial Line Podcast, episode number three. Welcome back, folks. I'm Ryan Bannister, and I'll be your host. Today's episode is all about how you can pay for your next PC build or console purchase. So in that, we have to answer the existential questions of, are you a PC or console player? Maybe both. Are you planning to buy the PS5 or the Xbox Series X? Or are you looking at building a new PC or maybe your first PC? Either way, how are you going to pay for the consoles or the PC you want to build? So those are just a few of the questions that that we're going to look at today. I personally am living the PC life right now, which I built about a year and a half ago, all thanks to the help of my brother, (laughs) who turned me to the dark side from the console world. I actually plan to do a tour of my PC setup here before too long, probably on like an Instagram live or maybe on my Twitch stream or something. And before we get into the main topic today, we've got some pretty exciting financial line news. So if you haven't heard already, I do live streams on Twitch every Monday and Wednesday at 8 p.m. where all of us can just get together and hang out. I do those on the same day that the podcast comes out too, so I can answer any questions that you have related to or unrelated to the podcast and really just hang out and have some fun. So the past couple of weeks we've been doing it, it's been a blast. So thank you for everyone who joined in on those and the great questions that we got asked. This topic is actually derived from a question that we got on the stream. It actually was more of a joke just in the chat, trying to flip someone from the console side to the PC. And we started just talking a little bit about actually paying for a PC. So here we are, which is one big thing I wanted to hit on because that is where I want to go with this podcast and a lot of my content where it's driven by you guys, whatever you want to hear, whatever you need help on is what I want to talk about. So the chat and the stream is a great place to do that. And on that same note, I'm actually going to make a Discord server which for those of you who are unfamiliar with Discord is a chat platform, kind of similar to like a Slack, but a little more advanced, I think. So Discord is an app or a software you can download to your computer, depending on whichever one's easier for you or where you are at the time, if you're on your phone or on your computer, which will give you access at any time to me or other members of The financial line discord and the great thing about the platform in my opinion is that we can have different channels within different categories like for example i plan to have a finance category where there's various channels for stocks trading and investing saving student loans or just general finance questions a gaming category where we can talk about exactly what we're talking about today the new games that are coming out, and all things gaming-related. I also want to have just a general category where we can all just hang out and have a friendly chat. So once I've got the Discord server up and running, I'll definitely be posting about it out on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. So keep an eye out there. I'll make sure you will not miss it. And of course, we've got the Twitch stream Monday, Wednesday, Wednesday which I'm sure we'll be talking about in there too. So it'll be hard to miss, trust me. (laughs) But with the exciting news out of the way now, let's get into the main topic. So we've got the PS5 and the Xbox Series X reveals out now. Hopefully you've seen them by now. I know I was a little delayed on that myself, but finally watched the PS5 trailer, which looks pretty sick. And both of these are expected to release around holiday 2020, so probably around October or December. And from what I've read, it may have been leaked that the PS5 looks to ring in around $499, which which is right around where the Xbox One was when it released. So if I had to venture a guess, I would say that the Series X would come in right around that same dollar amount and for purposes of this episode we'll just assume that they're all right around five hundred bucks. If you are planning to buy one of the new consoles or even both of them, one thing I always like to hear from people is how they plan to pay for it. Because I mean five hundred bucks is no joke. That is not chump change. (laughs) And especially with taxes and the games you have to buy, I mean you're gonna spend upwards of probably 600 bucks at least, I would say, right around the release. So in my mind, there's a couple different options you have, which the first option is the really easy one where you do nothing and don't save money. You wait until it releases and then figure out a way to pay for it. But to put it diplomatically, I guess, the more (laughs) planning inclined of us who might prefer to have the money already saved up or put away, or even if you want to change your old ways and turn over a new leaf and not wait until release to figure out how you're going to pay for it. Here is where the savings part comes in. So I think it can be really a simple thing to do where, I mean, we've done this since we were kids to save up for things is every month when you get that new influx of money, whether you get your paycheck or however often you get paid, just putting aside a little bit of it where, so these consoles have potentially three to five months until release. It's almost July at this point, and these consoles could release anywhere from October to December at the end of the year. So with three to five months until release, and we'll budget $600 for the purchase of each one because I'm assuming you're going to buy either a game with it or there's going to be taxes or something. So even just to be safe, we'll budget Around 600 bucks. If you conservatively think these things might release in October, you've got three months, which means right around $200 a month you'd want to put aside. And on the other end, kind of the less conservative one, you've got five months until release, meaning you'd have to save around 120 bucks a month. So again, we'll go with the conservative amount of thinking of planning for the release in October and putting around 200 bucks a month aside. The first question that you probably want to ask yourself is, is this even possible? And how do you know if it's possible? Well, one way is do you have a budget for each month? If you do have a budget each month already and you do it like I do, where it's more of a zero based budget. So your income equals your expenses each month basically having those buckets of your typical expenses like rent, utilities, and everything else you expect to pay for as well as your savings with the ultimate goal of having every dollar go somewhere rather than having like a cushion or leaving some random amount in your account at the end of each month that does nothing. And the purpose of that. And how to do it could easily be a whole other episode, which I'll probably do at some point. But for right now, you either, I'm assuming, have a budget or don't. If you do, you might have a way to reallocate what you're saving or maybe there's some expenses you could cut out for the next couple of months to, to add up a new bucket in there for console savings. And if you don't have a budget, now could be a perfect time to put one together or even just using your bank's resources to your advantage. For example, on my Ally Bank account, I know that they have a buckets feature where in your account you can separate money based on whatever labels you come up with. So if you've got $1,000 in your account, you could label 500 of that as console purchase or 500 as emergency fund or something along those lines where even if your bank doesn't have that feature, you could even just write it down on a piece of paper somewhere to label those things in your mind and have those different parts of your account you can pull from. If we're thinking that there's three months to release and you're able to put aside 200 bucks a month to save up for that, that's great. Or just doing the best you can to save up for those. And really, it's all about just preparing yourself to make that expenditure because, like I said, 500 bucks is definitely not chump change and not something that I would say the majority of us could just up and spend in a month to to buy the console. And I guess one third option I have in the back of my mind too is there's always the choice to go out and earn some money on the side to be able to pay for this, which the options of how you want to make the money on the side are pretty vast and could range from something as easy as cutting your neighbor's grass if you have that option or or using a hobby that you have or one of your passions to go out and provide a service for somebody. Like we were budgeting, you could end up spending upwards of probably with this because we've got a pretty good choice of games coming out with each console. Like on the PS5 news, they've got Horizon Forbidden West, even a new (laughs) Ratchet and Clank game, which I thought was pretty great. I remember I used to play the crap out of those when I was younger. So you got to think if each one of those comes in around 60 bucks a pop, then you've got another pretty heavy expense on your hand. And on the flip side, you've got on Xbox, Halo Infinite. And Hellblade 2, which are two of the ones I've heard about, it looks like Halo Infinite will be available on Game Pass. So if you do have that, that helps you a little bit. And I'm not sure about Hellblade 2, which I watched the trailer for and (laughs) I didn't play the first one of those, but that game looks freaking creepy. The trailer didn't give a lot away about gameplay or anything like that, but the (laughs) the, the story behind that game looks pretty crazy. I might have to check that out at some point. So yeah, I think the overall message there is really just be prepared because none of us enjoy surprise hits to our bank account. So the more you can avoid bringing that on yourself, the better, because we all know there's the unavoidable things that just pop up. And that's one reason you should have an emergency fund. So the more you can avoid bringing that on yourself with doing nothing and just waiting until a console comes out to buy it will help you in the long run. As, in my mind, being prepared always does. Then, on the other hand, if you're looking to flip over to the PC side, what are some ways you can budget or pay for that? We all know that one of the stigmas behind PCs is that they're expensive, you got to keep updating them as the parts get older, which both of those were reasons holding me back from building one originally until... I talked to some people about it, thought about it, and those really can just be debunked because looking at the typical cost of a PC today in 2020 will probably run you right around $700 to $1,000, which is right in what I spent on mine. I crossed over the $1,000 mark a little bit just because of some of the accessories I bought and wanted to make sure that what I was buying was quality, but... There's ways out there and plenty of videos and articles to guide you on this where you could potentially build a PC for $500 to be competitive with the console prices and still, in my opinion, probably be better. I think it's also pretty fun and rewarding to build a PC because you get to put it all together yourself. You get to pick out the parts and then put them all together and then see this crazy machine you've built that just runs by itself (laughs) it kind of blew my mind the first time I did it it was just crazy to me and depending on like the frame rates you want to hit the resolution settings graphics and processing power ram all that fun stuff if you have higher expectations for it you could go up to you may even need to go up to 2,000 to two thousand for the PC, but speaking from personal experience, you can build an awesome PC for 700 dollars. But why would you do that if the consoles are only going to cost you five to six hundred? Well, I think well, I think one reason, one way you can get around that is that, like we were just talking about, depending on the frame rates you want to hit, resolution settings, you can easily beat the capabilities of a console with pretty much the same access to games. I think one downside is that you don't have access to some console-specific games or new releases right at the time that they come out. Like, for instance, on the Xbox Game Pass for PC, which I have, you've got a really good variety of games on there, but sometimes the newer games are a little slower to come out on there or not at all. You've also got, like, the Battle.net for Blizzard, where you can do cross-platform on COD or Steam, which does developer sales all the time, unless you pick up the games for a little cheaper. You've got GOG.com, which is one I just learned about a couple days ago and actually played a game on stream from it. It's got a good selection of games on there, too, which can range from, like, classic games from, like, Windows 95, which is one... I actually played up on played on the stream called Mist. I don't know if you guys have ever played that. It's a <laughs> pretty crazy game for one that came out so long ago, but I think it's things like that that're pretty pretty advantageous behind a PC. I also use my PC for some work-related stuff like for this podcast and some freelance writing I do managing the financial line website. So it's a good kind of combo I get there where if you think so if you would also be using it for things other than gaming, I think it's a great option. If you spend 500 bucks for a console, then you still need a laptop or some other form of computer, which could easily cost you another $500. At that point, you are up to $1,000 total already. So why not build a PC at that point? Plus, a lot of the products are eligible for rebates and ways to save like that, especially... Um, like I used a combination of PC Part Picker and Newegg, where you can build a where you can put all the parts together online to make sure they're compatible. And those sites will also pick out for you the ones that have rebates and are on sale or things like that. So you may even be able to upgrade the parts you're picking for less than full price. So kind of along the same lines as saving up for a console purchase, applying that to a PC build, you really just have to first gauge the budget that you'd like to put into the PC, which you can easily do on PC Part Picker or Newegg, which you can easily do on PC Part Picker, and then making a timeline for it, like how much can you save a month and how quickly do you want to have the PC or the console? So if you want to have it next month, you've got to come up with quite a hefty sum in a short amount of time. Or you can plan it all out with a budget and and make it a little easier on yourself there. For example, if you were to spend $1,000 on a PC and you want it in three months, we'll go on kind of the same timeline that we did for the consoles. That's about $333.33 a month. So just to be conservative in your budget, that would mean you have to put aside about 350 each month with taxes and everything. So just things to think about when you're deciding how much you want to spend, which option you want to go with, and how quickly you want to have this thing. So for things like this, I think this is really where being a part of the Financial Lion community and asking these sorts of questions on the Discord or asking me on the streams can really be beneficial because I'm sure at this point we've all been, we've all been buying games and consoles since we were 10 years old. So I think everybody's got their own methodology. It's just, if you are one of the do nothing until it releases and then find a way to pay for it people there, there are ways to make it a little easier on yourself and your wallet, especially if you're trying to make all of this fit into the bigger picture like like we all have kind of a fixed pie of money and each of our little slices goes somewhere each month so if you've already got all your dollars going to a specific place how can you reallocate that to a strictly fun purchase one that really brings rewards in a fun type of way but not but not something that's really going to benefit you financially in the long run. So it's just all a balance of keeping your savings contributions, your investments and everything in line with your plan while being able to adjust things for a couple months to to afford the things like this that are just for fun. Because in the end, yeah, it's great to to have all your money going towards investments or savings, something that's going to get a return and And benefit you in the long term for like retirement or whatever is down the line for you. But you also have to make room in your budget for these things that let you escape a little bit. And I know for me, video games are a big part of that in allowing me an escape from work or the more mundane things. And not to get too into like how we live our lives or exist. But so I think a big part of this is in your specific financial plan, like whatever you may have for yourself out there, making room for the fun things like this or vacations and things like that 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 we all need to kind of help us keep from going insane. But yeah, guys, so hopefully that kind of gives you some perspective on the upcoming console releases and the games each one has coming out and just going ahead and preparing yourself to to make that purchase or gauging whether you want to buy the consoles or maybe even build a PC. And if you, so if you are planning to buy the consoles, I would definitely say, go ahead and start looking at how much you can put aside each month and when you want to buy them. So when they come out, you can go to the store and say, say, Hey, look at me. I'm fancy. I saved up for this the past few months, rather than going into the store and saying, Oh God, this is going to kill me. I'm going to have to eat beans and rice for the next three months to (laughs) to pay for all this crap or you know maybe you were on the fence like I was and this kind of flips you over to yes I want to put a pc together and if that's you you definitely need to go on pc part picker and kind of start putting all this stuff together seeing what you want and if you have any questions on the pc or or buying these consoles definitely come on the streams and ask me or come on the discord and get up with other other people in the community and and get a bunch of other people's thoughts on it, seeing how other people afford these things and save for them. And don't forget about the streams on Twitch Monday and Wednesday at 8 p.m. I'll, I'll post reminders out on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook before I go live to make sure you guys don't miss it. And make sure you follow me on, on all of those platforms at Financial Lion, spelled the same way just as the podcast. We've got some pretty exciting stuff planned coming up, so be sure you keep in the loop. Be sure to go out and join the Discord, too, when you get a chance, and come in and chat with with all of us, hang out, and ask whatever questions you got. And for those of you interested, there will be a private channel in the Discord, too, for those of you who support me on Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash financial lion. You'll see my page, and, and in the Pride member tier for $3 a month, you can get access to the private patron channel where I'll have monthly voice chats with everybody and and come with some specific patron only content, answer any questions you guys got and just kind of hang out and chat. So, I like to think of that as just having a cup of coffee with me each month, which is why I priced it at $3. So, if you guys are interested in joining, definitely go over to the Patreon and and hit that up. And if you enjoyed this episode and it helps you in any way, the one thing I do ask is that you please recommend it to a friend. Thank you guys again for tuning in and coming back to check out the podcast. I really appreciate all the feedback you guys are giving me and all the support from everybody. So thank you again, and we'll see you next time.